1: Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required.
2: See store for details. What's trending? All
1: right, let's check in on the hot topics.
3: Trending trending, trending
2: trending. Well, no what's trending. I'll just tell you the biggest story as we're live here in Las Vegas, of course, still is. Bobby Witt Jr. signing that 11-year extension overall, 14 years in Kansas City, over 288 Million dollars as we continue our big game coverage. Brought to you by Community America Credit Union. Community America Credit Union proud to be the exclusive banking partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Get your Chiefs checking account, including the exclusive Chiefs debit card, at ChiefsChecking.com. Day number one for us in Vegas on Radio Row. Uh, we had our first night in, in Vegas yesterday. Tonight will be a lot of fun out at opening night. Uh, we we had a few things come up while we were out at dinner last night, and we went to an Italian restaurant. Fantastic food, no complaints whatsoever. Very and good. We each order our, our own dish, and I wasn't aware that an Italian restaurant, I was told earlier today, and we'll let you guys decide as well, I was told I should not have ordered spaghetti and meatballs at, <laughs> let me remind you, what did I say, <laughs> an Italian restaurant. I mean, Drew ordered salmon. I just think you should go off book sometimes. That's all. I mean, Dr- Drew went off book. He did go And off you're book. critical for him going
4: off book. Sam just felt like a weird one for an Italian restaurant. That's all. Spaghetti and meatballs. an Italian restaurant. What's the problem? Did you like the meatballs?
2: They were phenomenal.
4: Oh, phenomenal. I like that. I saw they had a little ricotta on them, which is not I scraped that to the, the like.
2: side a little bit. I scraped that to the side.
4: What do you have against like, ricotta? Is it the taste or a taste? What t- do you have against spaghetti and meatballs? Nothing. Overall, I like spaghetti and meatballs Someone a lot. Someone says
2: you guys go to Fazoli's. No. no, Come on, now. We went to a very – oh, uh, was it Lavo? Lavo. Uh, at, it was uh, at the Venetian – or no, uh, uh, Palazzo. Sorry. Apparently
4: right? they're connected or something, yeah. but as all yeah. hotels here are.
2: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with the worry spaghetti and meatballs, man. Come on.
4: I just thought, you know, Super Bowl, Vegas. Yeah. I, I feel like a key part of travel is food, no doubt. And, then, and when you travel with that food, you open up your world to new possibilities, new things,
2: Ugh. new tastes, new flavors. I just, I just don't – I mean, it's – you, you might be correct. Like, yeah, try something. But also, you can't knock spaghetti and meatballs, man. It's an Italian restaurant. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go to uh, – Yeah. I didn't go to a sports bar and get their spaghetti and meatballs there. <laughs> That's a little different. I mean, that, that'd be open for complaints, I think. You know, it's the same. Like,
4: Cafeteria spaghetti meatballs is very bad. Yeah, that's a terrible dish to get in that kind
2: of. Yeah, side. like usually I get either chicken parmesan, spaghetti, or spaghetti and meatballs. Those are probably the two most commonly ordered okay. Italian dishes for me. Look, and I'll then let it we, go? And it then we had, good. and then we had drinks. We all, you know, we all ordered drinks, and you and I got a glass of wine. Drew ordered a drink that I feel like would be great on the beach. Yeah. A, a drink that would have been incredible on the beach. I did. And last night we put out the question on Twitter, like who got who got carded and who ordered that drink. The guesses were interesting because all it was all place. over. People people at first were saying, "Oh, clearly I got carded because I look like I'm 12. I'm like, "Hello, Drew. Drew looks younger than you. Uh, totally, You're 12, I'm he's twelve. Like he's also eight.
4: seven years younger than me." And then people predicting I ordered the drink probably because Terry Bradshaw called me a little sissy man once uh-huh. on Radio <laughs> Row. Yeah. Look, I got nothing against the drink you ordered, Drew. Look, Thank I'll back you. you up. I'll back you up on the drink. It looked refreshing.
5: It looked it like was. a nice, refreshing
4: cocktail. <laughs> I'm sure it was a great I got drink. I no complaints about you ordering it. You're fine in my book.
5: I'm, I'm all about the fruity drinks, all right? That's, that's, I, I like the pineapple, the orange. Though. Oh, I, I was happy that I was carded. There's no embarrassment for me. i, I I'm glad that people still think that I'm younger than what I am. <laughs> I, I think we all look younger than our age, but I, 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 I love being carded. It's great. You could still pass for, like, a 22-year-old. Yeah, if I, walked into a, if, if, I, if I walked on a KU's campus and walked into a class and sat down.
2: Nobody would question it. Nobody would question it. Yeah. Overall, though, like, deep down, this is where Cody and I have disagreed on this for years, long before you were with us as well, Drew. I just think, in general, if you like a certain food or a certain drink,
5: who cares? Just, just order whatever you like, man. That's what I thought. I'm not going to try to like beer because I don't like it that much. I'm not going to try to yeah. drink an IPA because why, why Why would I waste my money or sure. the IPA itself that somebody else can get? Yeah, Exactly.
2: So it was a good night. First night kind of took it easy. We, we got in, a uh, day of travel and everything. And today, you know, we were planning to talk Chiefs the entire show. So this ended up being the, the last two hours here of the show are likely going to be a lot more Royals talk with Bobby Wood Jr. news. But I do want to talk about – Patrick Mahomes and and how he's viewed uh, because anytime you are on a defense that has the quarterback who is considered one of the best and in this case the best in football you're never going to probably get the respect You, you you found some more numbers to go along with ones we knew about last week where this Chiefs team has given up 28 points or less in all 20 games the first team in NFL history to do that and what is it going to take for the defense to be respected in the historical context? Probably and never will at be. At minimum, Cody, they have to win the Super Bowl.
4: Probably never will be because the defense in which they are on par with right now, we discussed as being all-time great defenses. 2000 Ravens, 2002, Bucks. I mean, these are the type of teams. This is This is the pacing they're doing right now in the playoffs. I want you to remember how different offense looked then versus what it looks like even now or versus the 80s and 90s. And the 2013 Seahawks, remember how you talked about those? You know what the difference is? Think about the quarterbacks of those. This is why they don't get their props. This is why they don't get their flowers. This is why they don't get discussed as those defenses. The quarterbacks of those teams were Trent Dilfer, Brad Johnson, Russell Wilson when he was a pup. He's a baby in the league. Not even viewed the way he is now. Wow. And even Russell Wilson in his heyday has never been discussed, nor should he have been, the way Patrick Mahomes is now. That's why. This defense is performing at that level and should deserve credit for performing as well as historically great defenses, as they are discussed, were performing at the time that they're going into that. That's why you and I going into this run and going into this game. So for Sunday, I'll get asked and you will too. For every radio interview we get asked to do, we'll get asked, do you think their defense can stop by Uke and Debo and McCaffrey? And my answer has unequivocally been, hell yeah, I think that. Why wouldn't I? This defense has done it countless times for the entire season. I'm not going to stop believing now. That's what I don't understand. It's like the doubt now that's related. Oh, to the, the confidence it. level. It's
2: I mean, it, still, the, even though you have Patrick Mahomes, it sounds backward. But if you're asking my biggest concern, it's not the defense at all. Yeah, I mean, it's been, that's been the answer for multiple, multiple weeks now. Like the concern with this team going into a game against the Ravens. I was not concerned how the defense was going to hold up against Lamar. I was concerned about how would the offense actually have success against that defense. It's not the normal line of thinking, but when we've watched football this entire year, we all know what has been the weaker unit of this football team. It, it has been the offense, not the defense. They have shut down Justin Jefferson and, 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 and A.J. Brown and Tyree Kill, on and on and on. And I think they will do a good job shutting down Brand Ayuk. What's trickier about the 49ers is that it is... Kittle and McCaffrey and Debo after that. So they have way more secondary pieces sure. than some of these other teams. But, yeah, simply the the historical context of how great this defense has been, one, they got to win the Super Bowl, so it puts you in that elite category for a lot of people. And then after that, you're right. People are going to say, well, yeah, they have Patrick Mahomes. That team must have been carried by Mahomes. Fair or not. Versus Manning in 2015 where he was just a shell of himself at that point in time as a quarterback.
4: That's, I mean, that's their benefit, though. To their benefit, they get both gold. As you previously mentioned, and you mentioned the weapons. No one is going to argue that Debo, Ayuk, and McCaffrey, and Kittle, nobody has weapons in comparison with that and the rest of the NFL. No doubt. Nobody they face. Ravens, right? Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham and Gus Edwards. I mean, it's not even close. Or Stephon Diggs and Kincaid and, you know, like whatever. All their weapons, James Cook, all their weapons still aren't the 49ers. The argument I would make, the sum of the parts is the same when you factor in the level of quarterback play. So when you take those four players and then you say and Purdy and I take the four best players on the Ravens and I say and Lamar or the four best players on the Bills and I say and Josh Allen, then to me, you are talking about a comparable five players because the sum of their parts, because of how important quarterback play is, is the same as the Ravens and the Bills. It's just constructed differently. That's all. It's not that it's worth less. It's worth the same their weapons are just greater, and their quarterback is not as good as those guys that they faced earlier in the postseason. I would
2: love to know the, the turnover numbers on, on like, the 2015 Broncos or the 2000 Ravens because throughout this, this season, when we've talked about the defense, we acknowledge the reason why probably – outside of KC, the Browns got more love or the Ravens got more love is because like, turnovers stand out, right? Turnovers are sexy, they're flashy, and so people view that as like, okay, well, that must mean it. Because from a points-per-game perspective, the Chiefs have actually allowed less points than the 2015 Broncos. Less points, which ultimately is all that matters. Okay, the 2000
4: Ravens have the most turnovers of any team in all of football since the year 2000.
2: Well, there you <laughs> go. So that, that means, but, that's, but that's the so point, right? They had a lot but, of them. So that's the point. I think sometimes when the takeaways aren't there, there, people view it a little bit differently. But from a points perspective, this defense has actually been better, points allowed, than even the Broncos' defense, as crazy as it is to say. In 2015, I was reminded again, because again, if you missed the news earlier, for some reason you're
4: just tuning in to the show from Radio Row. The biggest news of the day is not that we're at Radio <laughs> Row and it's opening yeah. night and the Chiefs are getting ready to play in their fourth Super Bowl in five years. It's that they are that Bobby Wood Jr. signed an 11 year contract extension worth $288 million. Of course, our coverage, by the way, on Radio Row is brought to you by Papa Murphy's. Order online for the big game this weekend and save $3 off of any large or family-sized pizza with promo code 610. It was just reminding me, like, Carol Koontz just sent out that tweet as we were talking about it again. Sure. The heater! The city heater! Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. We're at Radio Row. Royals signed the biggest contract in franchise history, and that, by the way, does not do it justice. They signed a contract worth the four richest contracts in their franchise's history combined we just found out yesterday that the Kansas City is going to get six World Cup matches including a knockout round game and a quarterfinal
2: I mean it's just it's the center of it all right now man center it's of a, the sports universe uh, right now. let's a, just say it's it. a hell of a time to be a sports fan in KC frankly uh, selfishly it, it's a hell of a time for us to be doing sports talk radio on Kansas City it's honestly it's crazy like you, all all of these things that have happened you, you told you would have told you know 12 year old me or 12 year old you I'm sure you couldn't agree as well uh, that that this team would be going to their fourth Super Bowl, have the best quarterback in football, would host an NFL draft, would host World Cup games, would be able to retain in in you know homegrown talent and sign two hundred eighty million dollar contracts. If I'm the you know the Royals, I mean all of that. I mean it's, it's actually it's absurd. Little Honestly, it's not—it's not a dream, man. It's—it's uh, it's actually happening. I did see some more details on the exact structure of Bobby Wood's extension. This coming from Mark Feinstein, we know it's 14 years, but 11-year extension. Okay. You know, we was curious how—how how are they spread out the money a little bit? So this year, uh, two, two million dollars for Bobby Wood Jr. Then it goes up to 7 in 2025, 13 in 26, 19 in 27. The real money kicks in. That's when, you when get, his
4: contract would have been up.
2: Yeah, so the real money kicks in in 2028. 30 million, then 35, and 35 in 29, 2030. And then when you get to the player options, he's got four years of player options where he can opt out, 35 million. So the, the no year will the dollar amount be more than $35 million, though, which you know in other markets wouldn't be a problem. In Kansas City, like, okay, that, that's, that's actually very impressive uh, that, that that's going to that, that's a number that they were able to get to I don't for the it, long haul. I, agreed. $35
4: million, by the way, if he's still playing anywhere close to this level, oh. will be a steal. Yes. And we'll, might be like the Patrick Mahomes contract, I'll admit, in which you're going to be like, ha, ha, ha. Now nah, he's going to need to make I a do lot wonder, more uh, than that.
2: I, I don't mean to be negative because this is a great day, but – when i see that okay h- how does that work so in 2031 he obviously can opt out if he's not happy with the situation yeah. what if also he's doing what you're saying where he he's like the third best player in baseball and he's and like he's going to opt
4: out to get more money correct yeah
2: so like it's, it's not fine. just it's not just the it's a good thing it, it shouldn't scare people uh, i told you i like the opt out because it keeps pressure on the organization to continue to build a winner and it doesn't let the ownership group off the hook that hey we got our guy we don't you know no you gotta keep building around him. But yeah if Bobby Wood Jr. it's a good problem to have because as you said if that's how he's playing at that point in time. But also there's a chance though in order to keep him past twenty thirty one, even if he's happy in Kansas City, you might have to still at that point renegotiate.
4: Both he'll need to get more money, hypothetically, and your team will need to be winning. This is like you had pointed out on the show, and this is what's true is they're gonna have to be competitive not just have money for him by 2030 when they're opening this new stadium and all this. This is the best possible news. Bobby Wood Jr. will be a Royal by the time they open their new stadium if that deal gets approved in April. But they bought themselves three more years of Bobby Wood Jr. at $30 million. At the rate he's playing, that is actually a discount three years from now, a a significant discount to the Royals three years from now. And then by 2030, they are riding high, and Bobby Wood Jr. is still playing like an MVP-level player, which he did last year. He might need more money. He might not he might thirty five million might not be enough to get him. Or you're not winning enough to keep him here. Well then that tells you, like you said, all these years is about making sure Bobby Wood Jr. wants to go nowhere by the time the year twenty thirty hits. And if he's not performing well, this is why Bobby Wood Junior agrees to it. If his play slips back no, it's there's security absolutely for him, no yeah. reason, he gets to just lock himself in for thirty five million dollars a year over the three years after that. And then the Royals buy themselves some cheap years if for some reason he gets through all the opt-in years. Cheaper than he'd be paying. The odds of him seeing the lifetime of that contract are low, just like it is with Patrick Mahomes. When you sign some of that kind of contract in baseball with all the opt-outs, they'll probably opt out. And it's okay just as long as the Royals keep this commitment to paying Bobby Wood
2: Jr. It just continues to add to uh, the momentum they have this offseason. There was already a lot of excitement It sounded like when I was listening to Vern on Saturday out at at the Royals rally, you know, just about what they had already done this offseason with bringing in veterans like Michael Walker and really uh, improving that bullpen in a a huge, huge way. And and you're going into spring training with a rotation that has plenty of options for the fifth starter. You're not, like, forced to have someone be the fifth. Like, they're going to have a true true competition for the fifth starter, and we'll find out who that is. And I I just can't get over the, the fact that if you're in that clubhouse and you just saw the news that we all saw today, and I'm sure they've all been texting each other, <laughs> yeah, you know, sure. and they're all going nuts and, and happy for their guy, Bobby Wood Jr. The, the, the team was already feeling better about their situation from last year based on the offseason anyway. But now to see that the best player on the team has faith in the organization to sign a deal like that. Obviously, he's thrilled he's getting the money, but faith no, this is a team I can win. Like what the message that sends in belief to other guys in the clubhouse is like best player on the team believes that we can actually win here. We can build a winner here that he was willing to commit. Yeah. That's huge. That is I mean it was a trickle down the trickle down effect is great. And yeah, and if you're in if you're you know, look some some of these guys have opt out like Michael Walker, you're not gonna be here five years from now, I get that. Sure. But but still that, that message is massive, and you're right. The trickle-down in 2024 offseason, knowing that Bobby Wood Jr. was able to, to sign an extension like this, it can have a, a big impact in the future, if you're wondering, this year. Uh, the Royals have the fourth worst odds, or the fourth best, everyone want to phrase it, to win the AL Central. We've talked about how the Central, the gap, is not, like for this particular season, the best team. Let's say it is the Twins. It's not like a 15-win difference or 20-win nope. difference this year.
4: Let's go back to a conversation we had, Earlier I think God it must have been must have been November gold. What did you and I call this offseason for the Royals?
2: No, the most important offseason in in history.
4: In their franchise's yeah. history. The most important offseason in their franchise's history. You know what was lumped into that? Trying to secure a future for Bobby Wood Jr. So now and we don't know how the offseason will finish, because I, I'm gonna include the April ballot as part of the offseason because no. it is.
2: Right. I understand that. I mean, I can tell you the conclusion on that one. It's gonna pass.
4: Fine, but let's just <laughs> let's just leave it up yeah. until we know for yeah. sure. In the single biggest offseason in this franchise's history, when it comes to big stuff like that, this isn't really just a general manager conversation. It is, what does a general manager do, what do an owner do, and what do those things do together? Well, they got themselves on the ballot with a good chance to pass. They signed the franchise's most talented player, or second most talented, depending on, you know, George Brett was obviously one of the, right. was one of the best players in baseball during
2: his run. Yeah, Hall of favor. Yeah. Um,
4: yeah. But one of the most talented players, you just locked him up to secure his long-term future, you went out and put pieces around a young core that looked to be a way to compete immediately for the Royals. They have taken every swing we could have possibly asked them to do in the offseason, and they put their eggs in the basket over the next couple of years, which is all we're asking them to do. Sometimes plans fall short, and you Padres this thing, and you miss the postseason, and it sucks. But at least the Royals are in the game. They're playing the game for the first time in, like, four years. They actually have their chips in the middle of the pot for the first time. Oh, you yeah. want to take the Vegas reference? They're actually putting their money in the middle, like yeah. they're taking a shot, which I I can appreciate in its own right.
2: Yeah this, uh, this this was an off season where if you're giving out grades and everything, this is an easy an easy A. This was this is one of those classes you take and it's an easy A. You know that that's exactly what this has and it hasn't been an easy off season, right? No, they, they had a lot to, uh, had they, had to do. A, they had a lot to do, but. you you would easily give them an A for what they've done. And and heck, I'll be honest, maybe you even go as far as an A-plus now with the Bobby Wood Jr. extension. I was already probably at a B-plus or an A before the extension. Now it might be an A-plus to to lock up. And Look, it takes John Sherman's willingness as much, but J.J. Piccolo deserves a ton of credit for being able to pull off some of these other signings and uh, means that Bobby Wood Jr. believes that this general manager, J.J. Piccolo, is also the right guy, to continue to build around him, like it's all. Oh, we need talk about uh, this uh, as a credit
4: contract for JJ. Sh- sure,
2: yeah. He he was the GM at the time they signed their their largest contract in franchise history. But I also think on going back to John Sherman, um, the the notion about you know, oh, is he willing to spend or is he cheap and all that? <laughs> you can't say that anymore. He he has delivered on what he said he would do. He claimed that at a certain time he would spend. He claimed that an evaluation season was going to happen, but they never wanted to do that again, and they they were going to move forward. They weren't going to wait around. Not, they don't have belief in some of these young pitchers, sure. but they weren't going to wait around for another year. They were going to go out, and, and, and they can't have a year that they had last year. And, yeah, I'm not naive to think that the stadium vote doesn't play somewhat of a role in all that, but like you said, who cares? If that's what it takes to, to get them to spend money, so, so be it. And th- this now means that Bobby Wood Jr. is going to be playing in that new stadium when that thing passes Uh, In April, it's a big time win, and I think it it should bode well for how people think about, you know, the stability of the franchise in in this city. One, the stadium provides that stability as well, but winning provides stability for everybody. It's a tough
4: standard because you kind of have to do these things in a market that has Patrick Mahomes in it. It's a good kind of pressure, by the way. We should all vouch for that. It'd be like, Gold, if you're a Marconi level, uh, which I don't know, maybe you are. We've never been nominated for one.
2: I don't think we are, Cody. We've never, to answer your question, we are not because yeah. we have not been nominated. We're we're the 18th best <laughs> mid market, 17th best well, mid market. New, new is coming out soon.
4: And uh, we're the 17th best mid market midday show as of last year. Uh-huh. And I think we determined at least the ninth best most handsome <laughs> mid market midday show in this country. Someone so, did
2: comment on my hair today. I appreciate that. Someone said they need to make an emoji of my my quaff. Uh, today, is the hair, I, I, I guess it's looking it's good, actually, even it's, in it's Vegas. It's staying, up, staying up today, huh? Yeah, you got a lot of a little
4: extra product. In the I did, today.
2: maybe, this morning. Yeah. Make, make
4: sure that it stayed yeah. good. Looking good for the rest of it. But Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, and what they're doing, the fourth Super Bowl in five years and all that, his level of performance and all that stuff, it forces other teams in this city, and it forces other athletes in this city to reach his level. That's what's been so great about this run for the Chiefs is, and what Tom Brady used to do for the, this, is that when Patrick Mahomes is on your team, he really does force you. To be at his level of competitiveness, or get the hell out. I've watched like this content of Edelman, this content of Edelman, and all these guys who have left Brady after the years, and they would talk about it, be like, "Oh, dude, very unforgiving." As far as he was not going to let you show up to work and half-ass your way through a job. That's what Patrick Mahomes does for everyone. And I think once you see it click for this team and this unit, you can see how they end up in a Super Bowl again, and how we're sitting here in Radio Row is because. At one point, this team had a breaking point. I think that was clearly the Raiders game. I don't think there's any doubt yeah, about it. Yeah, rock bottom. That was absolute rock bottom. Then he walked in and he's like, this is no longer acceptable and we're not going to play this way anymore. And from that point on, this team has played its best football of the season and is playing its best football of the year right now. I like when the Chiefs put that kind of pressure on the city to be better. You know, I don't care what. It, I don't care if it's whether the Royals ponying up or getting a new stadium or getting a new airport or any of it. Force us all to be better. With your level of greatness, feels like part of what we're living in in the Mahomes era.
2: It is, uh, it's a great time to be part of Kansas City. There's no disputing that. And uh, never been a prouder time uh, for those of us that, that grew up in Kansas City with what's been going on. And, yes, it's been, sports has been a huge driving force, but it's, it's, it's allowed so many other things uh, to happen. And today is just another great day uh, to be in Kansas City with Bobby Wood Jr. signing that long-term extension with the Kansas City Royals. As we continue broadcasting live, day number one here on Radio Row in Vegas. And our coverage from Radio Row is thanks to our friends at Papa Murphy's. Order online for the big game this weekend. Save $3 off any large or family-sized pizza with promo code 610 and by Shelter Insurance, an insurance company you can trust. Visit shelterinsurance.com to learn more. Up next, we'll get to what's trending and also one additional weapon that could be available come Super Bowl Sunday. What's
3: Trending?
1: All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending,
2: trending. Number one on What's Trending, the news of the day. The Royals agreeing to a 11-year contract extension with Bobby Witt Jr. According to Annie Rogers, some of the terms include $288.7 million guaranteed, of course, over the 11 years. Three-year team option that could end up making it worth $377 million over 14. Now, there are four-player opt-outs starting in year 7, year 8, year 9, year 10. Uh, But the story here, of course, is the fact that they were able to retain their superstar to the largest contract in franchise history. It sounded like there was some positive news on Saturday, at least with the talks. But I don't know if anybody thought that come Monday morning that uh, we would be getting, Monday morning for us at least at the time, that we would be getting news on this deal being flat out done. So that is definitely the, the number one story Uh, for What's Trending as we continue broadcasting live here on Radio Row in Las Vegas. And our big game coverage is brought to you by Community America Credit Union. Community America Credit Union, proud to be the exclusive banking partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Get your Chiefs checking account, including the exclusive Chiefs debit card at chiefschecking.com. We can't get to number two on What's Trending.
4: Yeah, Yeah. next up on What's Trending, we are live from Radio Row, opening night tonight for the Chiefs as they eventually get ready for their Super Bowl Coming up in just a few short days. We're obviously expecting to hear from all the different players in this. But, I mean, look, it's Radio Row and it's Super Bowl week. That has got to be, I thought, the number one most trending thing across the board is what I assumed it would be in here. But now, you know, here we are. Super Bowl Radio Row somehow taking a backseat and Crazy. opening night tonight for the Chiefs taking a backseat. Again, over the weekend, if you missed it, Jarek McKinnon's window was open, so maybe we'll get an update from Andy at some point later this week on his availability or if there will be availability for him later this week. We'll try to catch up with them tonight, at opening
2: night. And as far as the 49ers and where things stand with them, the story so far today surrounds the field conditions. Yep. for their Not not the this football game on Sunday, but the practice field. Where it's not a safety issue, but the Niners, I guess, like a, a firmer field. And we'll get a joke on the text line here in a second. Uh, Look, I told you, they should listen uh, to
4: AM sports talk. Uh, uh-huh. Listen harder, listen longer. And at uh, 16 sports.
2: they don't like the softness, who does, of the, of the practice field. Nobody does. No, nobody Everyone wants Everyone likes a firmer situation. Yeah, it's harder to perform. It is. And so uh. the 49ers would like to have that resolved. One of the options includes maybe sharing the Raiders facility with the Chiefs. Well, that would be interesting. And then the other one would be bringing brand-new sod in. So they got to figure out that problem. Uh, but that's the 49ers' problem. Let the conspiracy theories begin on that one.
4: Should we should have Watch Trending included Taylor Swift winning album of the year for the fourth time or I
2: mean, no? You just mentioned it. So I'm just trying sorry. to decide. You, you just did. I was just, just
4: now realizing I didn't have it written in there and trying to decide if it should have been. Next up on Watch Trending, Steve Belichick takes the Washington as in University of Washington, not the commander's defensive coordinator job. He was an outside linebacker coach for his dad, Bill. Last season in the NFL, he's heading to college football. This is actually a logical move for Steve Belichick. He doesn't. Now he gets to make his own name, be a D.C. at Washington, make your brand know in the Big Ten. You do a good job there. You'll have head coaching opportunities either at the collegiate level or eventually back in the NFL level. Logical move, I think, for Steve Belichick.
2: It's funny. You said, you know, he's going to Washington, and uh, he chance to make his name in the Big Ten. Yeah, that's right. That's right. For about a half second, I had to remember. You were like, they're not in the Big Ten. Washington, that's right. Conference realignment for you, baby. Yeah, it'll be the first year for Washington in the Big Ten. That's what's trending here. On Cody and Golden, and as you get set for the big game on Sunday, you got to make sure the spread is taken care of as well. Don't forget, Jefferson's in North Kansas City and in Lenexa. You can get 15% off online orders for carryout and delivery with promo code 610Sports. Limit one per customer on $40 minimum. Orders, wings, big game. Come on now, that's as good of a pairing I mean, as you're gonna get. Corn nuggets too, find. you know. Those are incredible.
4: Yes, the wings are
2: great. So are the corn nuggets.
4: There's multiple things to get here. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, gotta, gotta love well, the, I the corn nuggets
2: thing. Last time we were in there. I mean, I what I would give for some corn nuggets right this second on on Radio Row. Oh man, those would be so good. Those would I don't, be so I don't good. think
4: I don't look. It's delivery orders for Jeffersons. The carry they carry deliver it to Vegas. No,
2: um, but they probably yeah. They some corn nuggets would be phenomenal at this point as uh, radio Row, just to set the scene a little bit the largest radio row they have had uh, credential wise and it's certainly much bigger than the ones we've been at the last couple of years that's what Vegas will do for you it's starting to fill up a little bit more today uh, some of the bigger names stars if you will usually don't come till later on in the week uh, we'll have more interviews for you as things pick up throughout the week uh, later on as we're expected to have uh, Clark Hunt also we'll see Michael Irvin run around here at some point later on this week uh, and, and we'll, be, uh, we'll be able to bring that to you here. But I, I wanted to get back into some Chiefs football. We've obviously been talking a ton about Bobby Wood Jr., rightfully so. But there's a chance the Chiefs could get one extra piece to this office that I think most of us figured was done for the season at the time, and that's Jarek McKinnon, who has had his IR window opened up. He's been, he's been activated from that perspective, and so uh, he's going to practice all week. And this is a guy that had surgery on January 2nd, and so you figured, okay, He's probably done, but they've played long enough. They get to the Super Bowl, you buy yourself an extra week or two to get ready, and and all of a sudden there's some thought that maybe he's available on Sunday for this team. He was a huge red zone piece at the end of last season. Never got to really see it this year. He was a great Uh, playoff piece
4: for them last year.
2: Great pass protector. I think he can help with the receiving game. That's what I'm excited about, if he in fact plays. Not that Clyde hasn't filled in nicely behind Pacheco, but McKinnon can protect on third down if you need him. And if not, he can, you know, float out to the flat a little bit. He can give you a little more explosiveness than you get from Clyde. And that's what I love about the opportunity. If you're struggling to pass the football, and while this offense has been better, it's still Rice and Kelsey, right? And so all of a sudden, if I can have Jarek McKinnon, part of the passing attack, with that explosive ability to take a five-yard pass, you know, the distance theoretically – I love that. So we'll see. It's not a guarantee he plays. We'll have a chance maybe to talk to him tonight at opening night.
4: About halfway through the year, I was desperate to get Jarek McKinnon involved. (laughs) I was looking for literally anything to jumpstart an offense, especially one that had struggled in the red zone, and looking for anything to give themselves a little bit of juice or hope that they could actually do this thing. Now, to me, it just feels like a luxury. Now, I'm not saying their offense has been unstoppable in the postseason. I think they have been without mistake – pretty much in the postseason, outside of the one McCool Hard- Hardman fumble near the goal line, because I'm, I'm still not counting that Clyde one as a mistake. It just happened so late in the game that it didn't matter, so I don't care. But when you – like, they've been mistake-free, and I think we'll get more into this as league goes on, but let's not pretend like they didn't, they didn't score in the second half against the Ravens. That was a common yeah. theme for what they had done. So any kind of additional weapon on offense to me – that doesn't risk you screwing it up, I'm interested in. I am not interested in getting Tony or Sky Moore on the field at this point. They have seemed to found a rhythm without those players, so I'm not looking to try to force that action or get that action nearby because why would I need that? McKinnon, he's the type of player that you can roll in and it doesn't add problems. It only helps you. It can only be good or nothing. If it can be good or nothing, yeah.
2: Way more I'll trust. Take way more trust in, in McKinnon and what McKinnon potentially – uh, is, is able to bring to the table for for this offense, and you go and balance the risk reward. And the two guys you mentioned, Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony. You know, Tony's going to practice this week, and so is Sky Moore. And between the two, it's more likely that Sky Moore gets activated than, yeah. than Tony for obvious reasons, as we've discussed off the, uh, you know, off off uh, the Instagram post, I should say, um, and the injury stuff. But the. Jarek McKinnon. Practicing story is actually like that to me is also just impressive in its own right. I figured the guy's season was done, and so now uh, you have an ability to at least give that threat out there. And uh, you know, I, I think you have a chance uh, for Jarek McKinnon to be the third or fourth best receiving option suddenly for this team if, in fact, he plays on Sunday.
4: Is it? I mean, I to me, I you like disagree or well, in the red zone, sure, like all the time, I don't think I'm in that big of a hurry to like. Get him involved in that way. But like in the red zone, for sure, like I still subscribe to the. I'm good with just Pacheco Rice and Kelsey. Like from oh, 20 well, to 20, well, sure. I'm not really. And I understand like a fourth guy gets the ball one or two times. Yes. But for the most part, I, like in the red zone, yeah. But for the rest of the offense, I don't want to like force McKinnon back into action after being gone for all these weeks and then try to like. Refine that role that was so good in the postseason last
2: year. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm saying that you know if if they're going to give snaps and touches to MVS or Clyde or Sky Moore, let's say if he's active, I, I would I, I think McKinnon should be much higher on the list than those guys I just mentioned. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. No, I hear sure. yeah, I mean, if I had a choice, a if, sure. if I had a choice, I mean, in, in a perfect world, every single snap would either go to Rice, Kelsey, or Pacheco. I mean, that's, like, literally <laughs> like, no one. Would yeah, yeah, like that's like, the that's the perfect and what's world. What's funny about
4: that is, like, I don't even technically want that because I know that that is no, unrealistic. It's not, exactly. Um, that shouldn't be exactly the way your. That shouldn't be the way we view it, and I understand that. But I also understand why Gold. We at some points have wished for, like, that to be 85% of the offense. And if you're talking about, like, hey, what do we do in the 15%? Okay, sometimes we throw the ball to Justin Watson. Sometimes we throw it to MVS. The problem is, at this point, I've settled into those little bit of snaps that go somewhere else, I kind of want them down the field. McKinnon is a close-to-the-field guy, a close-to-the-line-of-scrimmage guy, and they seem to have found that niche pretty good. That's why I'm not in as big of a rush as what we're talking about for that 20-20. to 20. I definitely think if McKinnon can play, it's a good thing. It's either nothing or a good thing, right? The same thing we had said before. But I'd be thinking just red zone. Red zone, red zone, red zone, red zone, red zone. The same argument I was making from for McCormick for a while and almost would have been smart on had he actually gotten the ball in the end zone <laughs> instead of fumbled it on the half-yard line.
2: And we know McKinnon, uh, you know, motivation-wise, there's no question it's the Super Bowl, but also he's playing his old team. It's been a couple of years now, but he, he was part of the San Francisco 49ers, so you get an opportunity uh, to do that. and Hopefully we have a chance to, to catch up with him tonight. At opening night, which is open to fans, which I I actually am more excited for this opening night than the last couple. What I, I would say, one, it's Vegas, and that usually brings out some characters. And it's in the stadium. It's it's in the it's in the football stadium, not at a baseball stadium or an arena. Although I'm seeing some video already of some people at opening night, at least the the media, and it looks like the real field is not there. So that's we were wondering were they just going to put, you know, down a different surface because they don't want anybody walking, obviously, on the real stuff. So it's it's actually a it looks like turf on the the field right now. Based on, and I saw
4: the yellow end zones.
2: Based on the video from, uh, I think it was Tom Pelissero earlier today. So it looks like the the grass field is still outside, and then the, they have like a turf field for tonight, which makes more sense than having the real stuff. But no, I mean, I'm 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 excited for tonight because doesn't that look like turf? Here's the video. Doesn't that look like turf to you? Not grass. Yes. Okay. And they had and, been and leaving
4: and the grass out to make sure it got all the sun.
2: And and then I'm you know the characters. What I mean by that is the the crowd for opening night could be crazier with the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift effect. Oh, you think? I think there's going to be a ton of Swifties in the stands waiting for Kelsey to be shown on the video board. And then what? Just, just go nuts. Loudly? There also might be some people dressed up as Taylor Swift. Taylor so There's going to be Taylor Swift lookalikes. Nate Taylor brought that up as well.
4: Well, I definitely think that that's a possibility. I'm not denying the there'll be people who are dressed in the bright red lip, sequenty. You
2: going to wear your Taylor Swift shirt tonight? No, nah, I'm going to wear this. Like, okay. I'm not leaving Radio now. I didn't know Row. you are going to wear your Taylor Swift stuff. I figured that was all you. I packed the Taylor Swift shirt.
4: Oh, I packed a Taylor Swift shirt, uh-huh. but I didn't, like, I don't know. Radio Row is one of the few times I feel like i got to wear a button or a zipper. Really? I can't just walk up in a T-shirt. I feel like i got to dress think, You don't think here on Radio Row you no, can wear a T-shirt? Here. Oh, here, for sure. Oh. I'm saying at opening night. Oh. Um, at opening right. night, I feel like I should wear a shirt with either. Nobody's
2: there to watch you. A couple
4: of buttons or a zipper. I know, but it's like a slightly more professional okay. setting. All right. Like, you wore the company-branded quarters zip. Yeah, quarters zip. You didn't yeah, just yeah. wear a, a T-shirt. No. no. I mean, I think, you know, it's the same vibe. Day number one, you know? Day number one, you look, want to look nice? Want to
2: look your best? Mm, I guess so. <laughs> look official <laughs> yeah. today, and then as the week goes on, look less official? I don't know. I'll wear some red eventually this week on Radio Row. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got plenty of that. But, again, I'll wear a T-shirt. The fact that – I mean, I, part of me was like should have wore red because tonight it would be nice to go into the Raiders stadium wearing just Chiefs gear. Don't worry about
4: that, man. Don't worry about it. Their signage is all over the entire building. I did see the sphere, by the way, which we've talked oh, about on this dude, show. It's as average. Had an entire it's, – it's incredible in person. The entire Chiefs helmet, the 49ers helmet. Did you see the Adidas ad that they were running on that thing? It looks incredible. to Mahomes. I mean, it looks incredible. Yeah, the, the, the sphere it, is very cool.
2: It, and I've heard inside for concerts is, and even I mean, the experience with that is insane. But just when we are driving on the highway, we're in our Uber, and like you can, I mean, you can see it for miles away. I mean, this thing is just, I think it costs three billion or something like that, yeah, it was wasn't a lot. it? And it, they can put any image on there. So yeah. I mean, they, they will have the Chiefs logo, the Niners logo, helmet. All I mean, they will have anything you can think of.
4: Throughout the week, I imagine there will be more conversations around the Bobby Wood Jr. contract and the Chiefs and the Super Bowl and all that. Can we briefly, since you mentioned the Uber driver, talk about the BMX, bro?
3: That yeah, took nice us guy. Last
4: night. Nice guy. Said his dad pitched for the Royals. He so did. If anybody remembers now he couldn't remember his John head. Morris. He, uh,
2: he could Was it John Morris? I he, think he said John. Well, if it's Jim Morris, it's wow. that guy from the rookie. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was that guy. <laughs> he also didn't remember what he played or how old his dad was. So I don't, I don't know.
4: Dude, he was. Oh, he. He first, his dad used to pitch for the Royals. He also said that he's friends with Dion Dawkins from the Bills because they met in an internet. I believed him. He said. I believed him. He said, "Dope." And what was the other one he said? Uh, about?
2: Well, yeah, he was a bro. He was from LA. He was from the Temecula, Cal. He was from Temecula but he was like, which is near San Diego. Uh, this is not
4: a. This is not a knock. I mean this as a compliment. He had said he was talking about his buddy who sells Bitcoin miners and is a big better. and he kept saying sick. He said that's that was sick. the one that got me. Sick, the one that bro. said he's like, sick, dude, I bet sports radio. That's sick. He was talking about our jobs he's, being cool. Did you yeah. say he
2: was a bro? Is that what he? No, I said he's sick. He's a sick bro. Like that's what he said. He's just like, like a yeah. California uh, surfer dude. But yeah, the max, oh yeah, you know? I, it was a nice guy. Very, the, very the nice guy. The Uber dynamics interesting here because Cody, we've, Cody and I have experienced before. This goes back to talking to strangers or not talking to strangers. Usually, now the last two days, I will say Cody sat in the front seat, but there's been a, usually forced
4: if you're up in the front seat.
2: You it's forcing your front seat. I I don't mind it as much. I used to have I used to have a buddy that. For media coverage, we would travel a little bit at another another stop, and he would, he would not, he would refuse to talk to the Uber driver. So then I was the only person that could talk. But I don't, I, I, I have no issue with that. I feel like it's a vibe. I can check. tell it makes Cody uncomfortable uh, when he, when he's forced to talk in the Uber.
4: I mean, if they just gave me, like, if they just said. You know, you, I don't want to talk. That's fine. I'm cool. Oh,
2: I mean, the silence is fine. I mean, this morning the car ride in, the guy was dead silent, which was good. I was doing a radio hit on this, so that yeah, needed, we actually we needed, actually needed silence or whatever. But he was he was
5: pretty quiet. I don't know. I feel like it's, it's a vibe check. Like, yeah. Like if you get in and the guy's conversational or whoever, the woman, whoever's driving is conversational, then you feel like it's it's easier to have a conversation with them as opposed to not not that you'd force a conversation, but feel like you need to talk or say something to break some silence up, I guess.
4: Yeah, I, I just think, <laughs> is, it my, is it my preference... To talk in those settings, no. But you and I both know that I'm just awkward when it comes to that gold.
2: Well, in an Uber, in an Uber, I'm with you. I, I think everybody prefers it to be quiet. But if someone, if someone's going to start the conversation,
5: I'm going to be friendly. I'm going to talk. I'm this gonna, guy
4: was very friendly. I, Again, this was not a knock. He was yeah. just very much himself.
5: I used to drive for Lyft, and okay, and I would always, I would just ask how they're doing and then ask what they're like. If they're, if I, if I was picking them up from the airport, in particular, yeah. I would say, "What are you in town for?" And that's a good conversation starter. Other than that, I normally was just. I didn't force a conversation. You can tell if they want to
2: talk or not. Yes, yep. and you're right. Most times they pick up on that. People are wondering, are, did you pack any red, Drew? I packed
5: my the the Chiefs he needs team
4: gear to get that oh, free the,
2: drink, the, the gift, because we're going to be out at uh, Circa yeah. hosting. I brought our the show. gift.
5: I did forget to bring the Joe Burrow jersey, though. Unfortunately, that's okay.
2: I, we, we we're going to maybe do some video stuff, but, but that's okay. I, I did not bring the Burrow but jersey. But Thursday, yeah, you're going to wear yeah. that because Thursday night. I don't forget if you're coming out to Las Vegas as a Chiefs fan. <laughs> Thursday night at Circus Sports, Circa Stadium Swim. We will be there broadcasting live from 5 to 7 Vegas time. Back home, that'll be 7 to 9 on 610. And then uh, the party will be from 5 to 9. If you show up wearing Chiefs gear, you'll get a free uh, drink ticket. You can RSVP. It's a free party, but you do need to RSVP online. We put the link out there on, on Circus Sports' website. Uh, and it's a great place. We looked. Yeah, look, I wish it was 70 degrees outside, but the good news is, no longer rain in the forecast. So, don't worry about being outdoors. Yeah, bring a jacket, bring a little light jacket, have a few drinks, hang out. There's going to be a competition too between KC and San Francisco, our sister station in San Fran. They're encouraging their listeners to show up. We got we, we can't be embarrassed here. We need to set the tone for how Sunday's going to go. We need more Chiefs fans than 49ers fans immediately. On Thursday night at circa,
5: it is interesting that both teams are red. So that'll look a little bit it's interesting a different. It's a different shade, different. Yeah, much. darker. Darren Ravel, don't worry, we'll tell us what
2: uh. exact color code or whatever it is. Oh, don't worry, okay. if he has it already, he always he tweets has. that out. He always Doesn't tweets that out. Yeah, it'll, you know, he'll be like, he talks the about the like Chiefs, specific Pantone. The, the, or the or whatever. Chiefs are Pantone C three five eight six, and the you know whatever it may be. Is there a bigger yeah. dork on the planet than that guy? No. no, I dare you, find find me one more person.
4: But the text line, Twitch, YouTube, you cannot list a single person I will agree with. Beck, like, what about Bill Nye the Science Guy? No, 0%. It is him and nobody else. Whoever I mocked the other day for sounding dorky, Jed York, for complaining about the, well, I know that Nick Bosa was held. Even, even, Ravel's even got him beat. Like he's even got Jed York crushed. So now I'm just going to wait for these people on the text line. People are still commenting on what
2: we mentioned last night. We were at a dinner not the drink stuff, but the spaghetti and meatballs? The, the, we were, yeah, again, nothing wrong with ordering spaghetti and meatballs at an Italian restaurant. Uh, but there was a bathroom attendant yeah. at, 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 at dinner last night. Cody goes to the bathroom, he comes back and he, he I don't know why you had, I had my cash cram-
4: in the backpack. I didn't have it in my pants.
2: Okay. At the time. So you went back to the bathroom attendant to tip it, which by the way, good for you for going back. Uh, I don't think a lot of people would do that. Um, did you, you you said you got sprayed with cologne. That's why you had to tip him. You, 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 you said yes. You got to just say no thanks and move on. I wanted him to feel like, and he, he showed me how the the very fancy faucets worked. You didn't know how the faucet worked?
4: Well, I was like, you know what it is? Like, I got done, and I was immediately going to just, like, look for the sensor or the thing. Sure. But it was a foot pedal. Mm-hmm. It was like a Ooh. rain shower, like, at your face level sink. Wow. And it was a foot pedal to operate. Cody was gone
2: for a while, so who knows what was going on. He was gone. <laughs> so, I mean,
4: it was, a, it was a complicated faucet. And I had just got in there. He's like, it's a foot pedal, sir. And I said, thank you. He's like, would you like? And I was like, of course. And I felt the need to make sure I tipped him because I think that that is a thankless job. Like, of all the it, jobs you could do in customer sure. service, man, that's got to be bottom of the
2: barrel, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, who knows, what bathroom li- attendant? who knows what his life circumstances are, whatever. Good on you for, for tipping him. Although, again, you were willing to tip the bathroom attendant but not pay for the guy that could, basically went and got our package and, at the hotel. I gave him
4: his $11. Um,
2: and then Drew, the best line of I'm the night. A customer service the, is a security the, guard. The best line of the night, Drew. So tell, tell everybody, what did you – so Cody's in the restroom, then we realized he went to go tip the
5: bathroom attendant. And what did you say? At I dinner? Was, I was like, I'm not going to the bathroom then. I, I am I am not going to the bathroom if I have to feel obligated to tip yeah, Drew a was, bathroom. Yeah. I said, I'm not going to the bathroom then. Yeah, Drew's, like, like, well, I I Drew's like, I guess I'm not
2: going to the bathroom. Well, we're eating dinner then, which is just phenomenal, by the way, that you were like, even if I had to go, he was like, I'm not
5: going. Anyway, I'm, I'm not going. So you, he offered you. Some cologne to spray, or he sprayed you. No, oh, off. they're not. Oh. This is a gentleman. No, <laughs> yeah, just get they, they, they usually spray have you. gum because yeah. you
4: could be at the end of dinner. Gum and mints, sure. and cologne yeah. and some other. Th- you know, like okay. Usually, you have some things available. Do you need any of this,
2: sir? Cody got the spritz of cologne. I'd
4: say no. If he, if he, which one would you? Have where available? would they you have four like, four it, sir? Uh, they had, are they had Joe, They had Hugo Boss. They had would, some good choices. I would have got probably the Hugo Boss. Oh, Hugo
5: Boss. Aquadeo yeah. sounds.
4: Like do the any of you guys wear cologne?
5: No, I haven't no, worn cologne don't in a
4: while.
2: There's a, there's a thing. In, yeah, like the last thing you want to do is have me wearing cologne while we're doing a show. You know what I mean? Like you don't want strong scents. <laughs> like, it's better yeah. than, you know, B.O. or something, but you don't want that. Anyway, that is day number one. Day number one from Radio Row, Bobby Wood Jr., Gets his extension. Tomorrow we'll have a couple special guests as things pick up for us here. Appreciate everybody back in Kansas City. JT producing the show uh, for us. Tonight, be looking out on our social media channel, 610 Sports KC. We'll be at opening night and we'll be bringing you coverage from that. Up next, though, CDOT in The Drive, right here on 610 Sports Radio.
1: Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours.
5: Why? Why?
1: Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash.